This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro, on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, and always at at the game. game. State Farm Prep Sports starts now. Now, now. It's high school sports on News Radio WGNS. Brian Barrett and John Dinkins take you to the game with complete coverage of Rutherford County High School Athletics. Now, let's get you to the game for today's broadcast. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Eagleville School. It's the site of tonight's softball game between Eagleville and Stewart's Creek. Right here on News Radio WGNS, I'm Brian Barrett. John Dinkins will join in just a few on the Primetime Sports Countdown to First Pitch, sponsored by the law offices of John Day. They've helped thousands of people get legal help when they've needed it the most. If you've been injured, call the law offices of John Day. Uh, a lot of folks here to see this game tonight. It is the defending class single A state champion, Eagleble, taking on. Uh, final four finisher from last year in Class 4A, Stewart's Creek. A lot of people think uh, Stewart's Creek and Smyrna, obviously the uh, class of their region in 8-4A. So we're going to see a great matchup here tonight, I think. Jennifer Fernandez bringing her Stewart's Creek squad in here tonight to take on Eagleville. Had a chance uh, to catch up with her. We're going to bring that information to you here in just a few, so I hope you'll stay with us for all of that. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we'll have that and your starting lineups and much more. We're at Eagle Bowl tonight. It's Eagle Bowl and Stewart's Creek on State Farm Prep Sports. Local business owners, you know how important it is to be here for your customers. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and I run a small business in Rutherford County, too. And I'm here to help you protect your small business. Call me at 615-895-2700. Each team knows which play will be the winning move. I'm good neighbor State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and I'd love the opportunity to talk to you about combining your home and auto insurance. Call me at 615-900-0877 to make the winning move that can save you time and money. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. 
I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our coverage here today is brought to you by Prentice Also Heating and Air, bringing you your pregame coach's corner. I did not have a chance to catch up with Coach Chad Lehman. They were putting finishing touches on the field and uh, doing some uh, warm-ups and things of that nature here to get ready for this game tonight. But I did have a chance to catch up with Stewart's Creek's Jennifer Fernandez tonight here on the pregame show. Prentice also heating and air pregame coach's corner. And, Coach, uh, it's really good to see these inter-county games. I know that Eagles 1A, you're 4A, but uh, still cuts down on travel and having these fun in-county games like tonight are uh, really a huge plus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is a really good, um, good competition here. This is a good team for us to go up against. Um, out of our district, we enjoy it every time. It's always a tight game and good reps that we need to have going into our district, going into anything past that. Well, I know that last year, of course, you won your district and made a state tournament appearance. This team is defending state champion, so uh, I mean, it is good to see this kind of competition in our county. Yes, this is that. This is the kind of game you always want to have every week you want to have at least one of these every week to get ready for district tournaments and where we're going to possibly go after that point um but yeah good pitching good hitters um it's going to definitely make our better our team better now you may not see this week in and week out in district play but you you have to have this good competition in order to be ready for the postseason yes exactly that's what we're looking towards once we get out of our district as far as that goes and yes we need to be ready for that and these are the kind of games that put us there and get us ready for for you know regionals or anything like that that we go past district tournaments so this is the kind of game that you want to have especially at this time of the season so kind of talk to me about how things have gone so far this season for you um we have um we've done really well we have kind of settled in a little bit on our defense um getting some freshmen used to some spots that they're not used to playing that they have not played whether it be summer ball they don't play there or, or even middle school ball they didn't play there so um they have suited up really well got careful with those positions um chemistry is is starting to to come together when you want to at the time of the season and um and they're growing there's a lot of growth that i'm seeing all those i'm seeing the upperclassmen bring them in under their wing pushing them as a teammate getting them where they need to be when we're ready for district tournaments well it's going to be here before we know it yes it's, it's right around the corner yeah it is well going to be a good matchup here tonight coach good luck to you thank you so much that's Jennifer Fernandez, who was able to join us earlier. And, again, uh, apologies. Uh, Chad was just so busy, did not have a chance to catch up with him uh, in, in the pregame. However, I can tell you that there's a lot of attention on this game. Not only is it Stewart's Creek and Eagle playing here tonight, but we understand a lot of scouts will be here to kind of take a look at uh, some of the great talent that's out here on this field. So it's going to be a great night of high school sports here on News Radio, WGNS, Eagle Girls, and Stewart's Creek here in softball action tonight on uh, WGNS AM 1450, FM 100.5 and 101.9, and, of course, WGNSradio.com as well. We're going to get uh, a look at your starting lineups here in just a moment. They're going to be brought to you, of course, by Fans Heating and Air, JHA Company, that's Josh Houston and Associates, along with Winner's Trophies. And uh, we're going to get those here and get ready for tonight's matchup. The umpires are making their way out, and uh, we should be getting ready here any moment. And it was a frantic finish here, but, John, you made it. Yeah, I did, and uh, here are your lineups. Are you yes, ready? sir. For Stewart's Creek, Jaden Brandley will lead it off and play first base. Tanea Thompson will be in center field batting second. 
Hannah McMean will be at shortstop hitting third. Samia Sanderfer will be at third base batting cleanup. Mackenzie Watkins uh, will be the designated hitter batting fifth. Check that name for me when we get a chance, too. That's that's one that was kind of underlined. Okay. Mackenzie Watkins, I think, is the name. Bella Richer, uh, she's batting fifth, by the way. Uh, Bella Richer will be in the sixth spot playing second base. Lexi Pope will play in right field batting seventh. Jacqueline Stembridge will be in left field hitting eighth. Brooke Kemp will do the catching bat ninth. Alyssa Feltner will be the pitcher, and she will be the flex player. For the Eagleville Eagles, it'll be Addie Linton leading off and doing the pitching. Emmeline Witt will play right field, or Emmeline will play right field batting second. Brinley Bain will be at shortstop hitting third. Sarah Thompson will be the cleanup hitter at first base. Piper Gardner will be the designated hitter to bat fifth. Bella Bain will be in left field and bat sixth. Abby Stokes will be at second base batting seventh. Riley Warbritton will be at the catcher tonight, and she'll bat eighth. And Presley Gardner will be at third base batting ninth. And Emma Martin will be the flex player tonight, and she'll play center field. So it's Feltner against Linton Linton tonight. And uh, huge crowd here tonight. And... uh, Boy, they got a baseball game going as well. And uh, Mackenzie Watkins out. I was right. I just have it backwards. So fix that on your scorecard there, pal. All right. I'm, I'm tired of writing. <laughs> it was uh, quite the uh, the start here to the game here tonight, trying to get everything ready. They had a JV game uh, right before this. So uh, uh, I'm on the, yeah. Watkins. We got I'll just it. use this. Thank you. Got everything all good. For some reason. I didn't make it. The copy didn't come through on here. Oh, no. Well, we'll work it out here and uh, get all that for you here tonight. And uh, that is going to do it here for our primetime sports countdown to first pitch, sponsored by the law offices of John Day. You know, they've helped thousands of people get the legal help when they've needed it the most. If you've been injured, call the law offices of John Day for a free consultation. Lots of action going on tonight around Rutherford County and, of course, this week. We're getting really close. You know, the first week of May is when uh, district tournaments will begin, uh, especially in baseball. Softball maybe starts just a smidge later because of the way they've uh, changed the postseason in uh, in baseball. So uh, you're going to see a frantic finish here, and glad we've got a really good week right here in – Rutherford County going to be a a great weather week here for us. So that's going to be our pregame show here. We're going to take a quick time out, and when we come back, we'll have your first pitch tonight. It's Eagleville and Stewart's Creek on State Farm Prep Sports. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. I think it's definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, live your best life. This is a paid legal ad. When a family member is lost as a result of someone else's negligence, the grief can be unbearable. It also leaves you with a lot of questions like, how did this happen? Who's responsible? And is my family gonna be okay? That's a lot to go through, but with the law offices of John Day on your side, you don't have to go through any of it alone. We understand what you're going through and we have the experience to get the answers, justice, and compensation your family deserves. 
Call the law offices of John Day. Quick, convenient, efficient. Three words that we all hope to experience when we do business. Our goal at JHA Company is to bring just that to an industry that's traditionally dictated to the customer when it's time to do business. Whether you're purchasing class pictures in a yearbook, class jewelry, a letter jacket, school spirit wear, or senior graduation products, we strive to make the experience quick, convenient, and efficient. Find out more at jhacompany.com. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. Mortgage rates are still attractive. Hi, I'm Dave Gober, Vice President and Mortgage Loan Consultant of FNB Mortgage in Murfreesboro. Let our local and experienced team help you finance your next home purchase. We offer many loan products and solutions to fit your needs and budget. Stop by our office at 322 North Front Street in Murfreesboro or visit my website at davegober.com. FNB Mortgage, a department of First National Bank of Middle Tennessee. Equal housing lender, member FDIC, NMLS 401715. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three local locations. That's right. We want you to join the Sir Pizza team. Stop in at our East Main, Veterans Parkway, or Memorial Boulevard locations and let us know how you'd like to join the Sir Pizza family. Also, we've made it even easier to order for carryout or delivery. Just head on over to SirPizzaTN.com. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our coverage here tonight brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Middle Tennessee Electric, along with Sir Pizza and Bowen's Body Shop. They're taking a look at the uh, lineup cards and having the meeting at home plate here tonight as we uh, get you ready for tonight's matchup here on WGNS. Jennifer Fernandez, the head coach of the uh, Stewart's Creek Lady Redhawks is there. And for Eagleville, they've got uh, assistant coach Ellis out there. And for those who haven't been following Eagleville maybe uh, for the year, Bridget Elmore is the head coach, but Bridget is uh, on maternity leave, so she is actually uh, – Got a lot of good assistants here with Brandon Witt, Chad Lehman, and uh, Thomas Bain, and everybody else out there. So I know it was a hard thing for her to have to do that, John, but she did. And uh, Coach Elmore, wish her well and uh, new addition to her family. Oh, the, Floyd Walker, he's going to come do play-by-play, I think, right? <laughs> he doesn't even talk on this coach's show. He's not going to do anything here. <laughs> He said he had a face for radio. Seeing a lot of uh, our friends out here tonight. John, it's going to be, uh, I mean, this place is already packed and more people kind of Well, there, in. there's a lot more room for chairs out here than there are in the bleachers. So, yeah. But it's a really good crowd, and that's uh, an exciting matchup. And, you know, your Eagles played a, a really tough schedule this year, and uh, tonight's another 
big test for them and a test for Stewart's Creek because Eagleville, of course, when you talk about softball, classes, classifications don't mean quite as much as they do in some other sports, well, particularly football. Yeah, yeah, I mean, numbers there, sheer numbers make the difference, but when you're talking about a, a game like softball, I mean, Eagleville's definitely got some Division One talent here and um, obviously so does Stewart's Creek, and a team that made it to the Final Four, I think, uh, last year in, in spring fling, so should be another great matchup here tonight between these two teams. I think you're going to carry us through the first four here. I'm glad you got it right tonight. That's good. It was a guess. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, it'll be Addie Linton on the mound for the Eagle of Eagles. Of course, we know her story, and uh, her catcher is Riley Warbritton, and uh, Brindley Bain's gone to shortstop this year. So a little bit different to solidify the infield a little bit. They had some graduations and that kind of thing. And it'll be Jaden Branley. Uh, I think that's Brawley. Let me check Brawley. your name. Brawley, yeah, yeah, thank you. My writing is was very hurried tonight. Here's the wine in the first pitch. Into the dirt. Ball, one ball, no strikes. We're looking right at center field. Working right at the pitcher's mound. Got a pretty good view from here. On a beautiful night, going to be a little cool later on. Pitches a strike on the outside corner, and it's one ball, one strike. Linton, a left-hander. She's surrounded by Gardner at third, Baines at short, Stokes at second, Thompson's at first, Witt in right, Martin in center, and Bain in left, Bella Bain. The pitch, that one just missed on the outside, and it's two and one. Warbritton catching, Litton. Saw Eddie's father a little earlier, and he was reminiscing from two years ago. A little soft grounder to first, going to be a tough play, but they make it in time. That goes over from Stokes to let's make that the uh, pitcher Linton to the short, the second baseman Stokes covering the bag, and there's one away for three on a uh, one four on the putout. Tanea Thompson, the Thomas, the batter, the center fielder. Of course, if you saw how fast I was writing these names today, I, I know I, I I can't hardly read my own writing tonight, which I usually pride myself in that. First pitch is low ball, one ball, no strikes. Well, I gave you the Eagle lineup as soon as I got it and walked over here, and the open was on, so that kind of tells yeah, I you. I didn't realize how late it was when it <laughs> happened. 1-0 pitch, just a little high, evidently. Two balls, no strikes to Thomas. Left-handed hitter, stepping in there for Stewart's Creek. Finished that uh, thought Linton's father was reminiscing over that uh, run they had to the state runner-up and when she was an eighth grader. So. Yeah. Here's the pitch. There's a strike taken all the way, and it's two and one. This last year was her freshman year when they won it all, and so here she is out here as a sophomore. Linton on the mound for the 2-1 count. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. She went for it, and the count even at two balls, two strikes. One out, nobody on here in the top of the first. Everybody's got blankets and getting ready for the eventual coolness. There's a swing and a chopper foul, and the count remains two balls, two strikes. Well, that was a historic run for the baseball team for Eagleville and the uh, softball team, and I don't know how often that's ever happened. So, Well, one thing for Eagleville, 
in their 100-plus years. High, 3-2. and two. His last year was the first time they had ever won a team championship in school history. And then the very next day, after softball won it on a Saturday, baseball won it on a Sunday afternoon. I'll never forget it because it's a rare Sunday high school game that we had to broadcast. 3-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck her out. First strikeout for Linton, and that brings up Hannah McMean. She's the shortstop. Linton is a uh, really tough hombre, and like you said, she's still young. I think a lot of that's kind of overshadowed just with her pitching ability. Pitches a strike called on one. Almost phenom-like, you know. <laughs> Tewis Creek, on the other hand, under a good leadership by Fernandez. There's a bouncer foul. Thompson knocks it down. Coach Patterson make her way over to say hi to you? Yes, she did. Well, good. She said she was going to try to. I don't know how nice I was to people as I was hurriedly getting lineups <laughs> down. To the count, the pitch tries to go that way again, fouls it off. No balls, two strikes. Sandifer would be next. We've been a lot of places, Brian, but uh, this is kind of a unique spot we're in tonight. Yes, it is. We're in a little cubby, kind of. Two out, nobody on the 0-2 pitch. Swung on, foul back to the screen. She's Santa for McMean, that is, putting up a huge fight here. No balls, two strikes. This kind of reminds me of a setup that we would have at McKnight, not McKnight Park, but over at Starplex. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. With the crowd all around us. Here's the pitch. She lines it into right, and it drops in for a base hit. First hit off of Linton. Well, that was a really good at bat by McMean. She kept trying to go there to the right, and... Finally just stuck her bat out there and sent it out to right field. So one out, I mean two out, and a runner on here in the top of the first. I wonder if Floyd can hear us from here. Okay, well, we're going to be nice. Okay, I'm just checking, just checking, Coach. Pitch is a strike called. Gosh, he's got good ears. Jeez. For a man of advanced age, I'm surprised. <laughs> well, he's going to hear it all night, isn't he? Uh-huh. <laughs> on one the count. And he chose that seat right here. Pitch, runner not going. Strike called. And again, Linton out in front. No balls, two strikes. To Samia Sandifer, the third baseman. And the pitch, not going. It's outside. One ball, two strikes. Warbritton with a great stop right there. Otherwise, I think McMean, if that ball had gotten away, she probably had a good chance to get to second. One ball, two strikes. Linton ready. The pitch just missed outside. Two balls, two strikes. Well, I had one of the best hamburgers I've ever had. I can tell you that. It's good stuff. Was, it was good. Two-two pitch swung on, fouled away. One of the three-four hitters hanging tough here against Linton. 
Yeah, I was just going to say they with two outs there. They're really trying to make the most of their at-bats. McBean finally muscled out a single. Wind blowing toward left out there. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch outside again. Three balls and two strikes. The count is full. I would think the runner will be going here. Three and two. Linton ready. Now the pitch. Swung on, chopped foul down the third baseline. They've done a lot of improvements. It has been quite some time since we've actually been here to do a softball game. You know, the block backstop and the concrete and all that kind of stuff is is new to this year. 3-2 pitch, swung on, fly ball right field. Under it is Witt. She's got it, and the inning is over. No runs for the Red Hawks. They did get a hit, and they leave one. We've played the top half of the first, going to the bottom of the first. No score between Eagleville and Stewart's Creek. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service reminds you that it makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We've been serving Rutherford County since 1988. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're just off Memorial Boulevard at 142 Heritage Park Drive. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutorepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Dana Womack at 805 South Church Street between Farm Credit and the Post Office. That is good neighbor State Farm Agent Dana Womack at 900-0877. Okay, I'm going to do some changes here, Brian. Uh, Mackenzie Watson is the pitcher. Nothing changes in your lineup. It's just I just signify that, okay? On defense? Uh, well, yeah, she's pitching, yeah. The flex player will be playing somewhere, and I'll have to look at look and see on this. But number 18 is on the mound, and that is Mackenzie Watkins. Addie Linton, the batter. She'll lead it off here for Eagleville in the bottom half of the first. And the first pitch is taking a ball. One ball, no strikes. I think that was a pretty late change by Coach Fernandez. Well, she didn't have a number, I think, by the flex player or something. So 
I had to kind of guess, but it is Watkins on the mound. And it's two balls and no strikes. Here in the bottom of the first to Addy. It'll be Witt and then Bain, first three to face Watkins. And the wind and the pitch. Took it outside. Three balls, no strikes. She actually has Watkins as the designated player, so she's probably moved into the pitching spot. Here's the wind and the 3-0. Walker, four pitches. So a good start for the Eagles here in the first. Now batting number eight, Emmeline Webb. There was a JV game that went on prior to this one, and there was a player that was hit by a ball in the dugout. So I don't have any idea if any of that is what led to her lineup changes, but I know she was – Coach Fernandez was scrambling a bit to figure that last piece of the puzzle out. Here's Witt, the right fielder, looking to bunt and takes it low. One ball, no strikes. Linton at first with the batter. She got there on a walk. And one ball, no strikes to Emmeline Witt. Right-handed hitter steps back in there. Showing Bunn again, takes it, and again it's a ball, 2-0. So the strike zone moving a little bit. Here on Watkins. Two balls, no strikes. Runner at first, nobody out. Again shows Bunt. Now swings away and loops it into left center field. It's going to drop. Picked up out there by Thomas. The runners are at first and second, and nobody out. John Mayer, Linton got a very late start because she thought that might have been caught out there, so she's going to be out at second. That's a force. Well, she had to wait because she didn't know that she was going to catch it. So... Give her a force out instead, so scratch the single. 30, Bradley Bain. Glad you saw that because I, I didn't. the umpire was in front of me. Brings up Brindley Bain, the shortstop. Still a runner at first now. And one away, the pitch. It's unfortunate for Emmeline Witt. Well, you can see the left side pretty good, and I can see the right side pretty good. So together we'll... Well, anything up the middle, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much lost <laughs> right now. Here's the wind and the pitch outside. Two balls, no strikes, and you can't see the scoreboard, so, hey, there you go. Well, the sun is kind of playing tricks with that right now. I know this. Santa forgot that ball in in a hurry. Nice play. Yeah, 2-0. Swung on, lined in the right center field. Nobody's going to get this one. It's up against the fence. Bain, oh, make that Witt is at second. Bain's going to be at second, and Witt's going to come in. They're going to send her. She's going to score. Single and RB, uh, RBI. I, let's just go ahead and give her a double, Brian. I don't think she gets, she's going to get two there. And scoring will be Witt from first base. And also give her an RBI. So it's one nothing Eagle off to an early start. And Sarah Thompson, the batter, the first baseman. Brindley's poked that one out there. Well, and 
Got to credit Stewart's Creek for making a good play to get the force out. Otherwise, they'd be looking at a 2-0 deficit. Right. one nothing Eagleville. We're in the bottom of the first. Watkins with a pitch outside. One ball, no strikes. Brindley, Bain, Eats, Breeze, softball with an occasional basketball season. The pitch. Just strike call on the outside corner. Thompson, a left-handed hitter. Pretty good basketball player, too. I don't know. You just keep cutting me off and stuff. I don't understand. Not talking to me. He's mad. Pitch outside. Two balls and a strike. Getting the sign over from the third base coach is Thompson. Now she's ready. The pitch. Swung on, lined into center field. This should score. They are going to send Bain, and the throw goes into second. It's 2-0. Single and an RBI for Thompson. And Eagleville takes a 2-0 lead. Number 16, Piper Gardner. So Piper Gardner going to come up here with a runner at first base. Still only one out. I was hearing some noise within our feed, but I figured out it's the actual speakers here that we're very close to with a little background noise. Man, your ears are good. You're almost like Coach Walker. Pitch, strike called. 0-1. 2 nothing. Eagleville, bottom half of the first. It's my Bose hearing aids. Evidently. I didn't hear a thing, <laughs> except when you cut it off. <laughs> Here's the 0-1. Took it. It's a ball. Throw down. Runner back. That's Sarah Thompson down at first, who dealt, uh, singled in the friendly bane for the second eagle run. Two hits in the inning, and it really, if you think about it, it should be three hits. And a walk. Pitch swung on and missed. Now it's one ball and two strikes. Well, that walk wasn't costly because of the M-line wit force out, but then a double and a single. Eagles been able to get a couple on the scoreboard. Line of the pitch, swung on and missed, struck her out for out number two. First strikeout. Number 17, Bella Baines. And here's Bella Baines. By the way, taking second with Sarah Thompson on the stolen base. So she's down there in scoring position, which really looks big right now. Bella Bain, the left fielder for the Eagle Eagles. Me? And the wind, the first pitch to her. Swing it away and fouls it back out of play toward the baseball field, and it's 0-1. It's a busy day here at Eagleville. We've got baseball going on over there of some type. Watson's ready. The 0-1 jammed her, but she fouled it back, and it's 0-2. Two runs on two hits. There was a walk in the inning, and the runner down at second belongs to Watkins. If Bella Bain reaches, Abby Stokes would be next. The wind and the pitch. 
Strike three called, a strikeout, so a strong ending to the inning for Watkins. But between that, two runs on two hits. There was a walk, and they leave one. We've completed one. It's Eagleville 2, Stewart's Creek nothing here on State Farm Prep Softball. Parks Auction, we handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door and help you find the customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed Supply caters to all homeowners with a quarter acre to several acres, focusing on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. And yes, you can even get milk from the MTSU dairy at Las Casas Feed Supply, the best milk in town. Las Casas Feed on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game brought to you in part by Sir Pizza, Carpets by Osborne, Winner's Trophies, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, along with Parks Auction. Addie Litton, her second inning of work, she's going to face the opposing pitcher, Mackenzie Watson and Watkins, and then Richer and then Pope. And Addie's ready, and here comes the first pitch. Strike called in the inside corner, right in on the hands, 0-1. Braves baseball tonight to follow. Well, it's all a big evening of sports here on News Radio WGNS. Pitch swung on. And did that foul off her bat? I think it did. Yeah, it was right off the end of the bat. She kind of never had to, really seen that, have you? I mean, that was weird. She kind of had to back out of there. Coach Fernandez is saying that it hit her in the arm. I uh, don't. But it really hit off the back of her bat. She turned out of the batter's box, and then it hit off the back of the bat. She's going to appeal that, but there may be – there's well, at least going to be a conversation if, about it. If the field umpire, field official thinks that they did, they'll talk it over and see what each one of them saw. They're going to get a pitch. No objection from Coach Lehman. So runner at first, and Bella Richard, the batter, she's the second baseman. Going to have a runner here too, I think, John, for Stewart's Creek, and that is going to be number five. See if I can find her on their roster. And she is nowhere to be found. Ah, there she is. Talia Paradis, P-A-R. I think that's correct. E-D-E-S. Throw down, and they have her, and it's close, but she's safe. Well, that was a nice throw from Warbritton. 2 nothing Eagleville. We're in the top half of the second. And Watkins, Paradis running down there for her. And the first pitch is a strike called, and it's 0-1. No balls and a strike. 
The pitch outside. I think I've got that wrong. One ball, two strikes. You see two. Well, what am I asking you? I kind of see two. Yeah, swing and a foul. Now it's two. Doesn't matter. One ball, two strikes. So I guess it was one and one. <laughs> well, or it was one and two that you fouled it off. Well, that's still true. One and two. Yeah, that could be the case. Well, for richer or poor, richer is at the bat with the one-two count. The pitch just outside. Addy Linton. Linton is not uh, scared to, of anybody. I mean, she she's fearless. Saw her warming up earlier. She's very intense. 2-2 pitch. Swung on. Bouncer foul down the first baseline. Sarah Thompson was all over that bad boy, though. And the count remains. Two balls, two strikes. So Linton will start it all over again. 2-2 pitch on the way. Strike three called, and that was a nice pitch on the lower half of the plate. I don't know if she'd have been able to hit it, even if she'd have made contact. Second strikeout for Linton, and that brings up Lexi Pope, the right fielder for the, the, Red, the Red Hawks. Well, Linton has had to deal with base runners both last inning and this inning. She's been able to get out of that trouble. Pitch is evidently high. One ball, no strikes to Pope. Stembridge would be next. This game is not setting speed records. No, no. By any chance. Looks like Pope is kind of a slap hitter. Here's the pitch. Strike called. One ball, one strike. Don't see as many slap hitters anymore. Not as much. Reagan was a for Siegel. He was a yeah. Not as many as you used to see. Pitch. Well, oh, that was a beautiful pitch. Kind of curved in there for a strike. One ball, two strikes. Just joined us at Siegelville two. Stewart's Creek nothing. We're in the top half of the second. Here's the wind in the pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck her out. So, second consecutive strikeout and her third of the game. And that brings up Jacqueline Stembridge, the last hope for Stewart's Creek here in the second. Linton with uh, three strikeouts in the game. Runner at first, still down there. And the pitch. Strike called. 0-1. Well, no doubt about it. Softball, pitching is the key. You got good pitching. Pitch is low. Rest of it will come. One ball, one strike. Well, this is kind of the time of the year, too, John, when the hitting starts to catch up. The closer we get to tournament play, and we're seeing that in both baseball and softball. And there's a swing and a miss, throw down, not going to be made, and it's a stolen base for Paradise. Uh, you know, and also when you think about it, Brian, the weather, when it starts to warm up, the hitting gets a little bit better, too. Well, I guess that's true, too. 
Ball travels a little better. Two balls, two strikes, two out, a runner at second. And this one gets away, and Faraday's is going to take third. That's a wild pitch. It's a big run out there for Stewart's Creek. The umpire had to duck out of the way for that one, did he? It's a full count. Yep. It's a big pitch right here. 3-2, swung on and missed, struck her out. That's strikeout number four. Three strikeouts in the inning after the hit batter, and there was one stranded. We've completed uh, one and a half. We're going to the bottom of the second. It's Eagleville 2, Stewart's Creek nothing. You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peekaboo and duck duck goose. You do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-896-2013 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've heard people say you know your work by your name. There's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From basic slabs to decorative stamping, for your next concrete project, call Dan France Concrete. 615-642-5152. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Trust me, Dan is committed to the community and will offer you a great product. He'll stand behind his work and make sure you're satisfied with every aspect of the work. Dan France Concrete. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game brought to you as well on State Farm Prep Sports by the law offices of John Day, Rick's Barbecue, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin and Prentiss Olson heating and air. It's 2-0 Eagle Bowl as we go to the bottom of the second inning. And uh, they got their runs with a Brindley Bain double. Drove in a run and a Sarah Thompson single that drove in run number two. Eagle Bowl back out for their second inning of work, John. Wow, what a comprehensive report. Well, I know you were talking to fans and everything. Here's Abby Stokes to lead it off, followed by Warbritton and then Gardner, the 7-8-9 hitters for the Eagles. 2-0, as Brian told you. We're in the bottom of the second. And Watkins' first pitch is high a ball, one ball, no strikes. I'm contemplating jacket or not jacket right at the moment. Another inning. Fifth inning, I'm thinking about the car. <laughs> oh, you'll be doing the game. You'll be doing the game then, yeah. 1-0 pitch. Swung on, popped up right side. Coming over is Brawley to make the catch for out number one. So one away, Stokes retired on a pop-up. And that brings up Riley Warbritton, the catcher. 29, Riley Warbritton. Well, it's going to get cold quick tonight. Britton steps in, a right-handed hitter in the first pitch to her. Swung on and missed, 0-1. This really is kind of the field of dreams out here. Something to change, though, is all those houses across the street. Yeah. Pitches a strike called, 0-2. Haven't been out here in a, a while. Nice little subdivision right across the street. 
The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Watkins with her third strikeout. So she's kind of found her groove here as well. And there's two away in the inning. Brings up Presley Gardner, the number nine hitter, the third baseman for the Lady Eagles. Number nine, Presley Gardner. Chad Lehman has not only coached the middle school team, he's coaching the high school team. Eternity leave. Yeah, Coach Elmore. Pitch is high, one ball, no strikes. He's going to want to raise. Well, all I saw him do was drive around the John Deere tractor. <laughs> well, that's how you get away <laughs> from any questions. He saw you coming, and he jumped on the tractor. He sure he did. did, absolutely. Two balls, no strikes to count. And for him to jump into action to do anything, that's a pretty amazing. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Here's the wind, the 2-0 pitch, went after it, swing and a miss, two balls and a strike. Braves are going for number win number, well, is it seven? They're 12 and four, I think. Seven maybe in a row? I think seven. Yeah. They've won six in a row. Pitch is just inside. San Diego tonight, right? Three balls and a strike. San Diego punished them down in Atlanta. Yeah. Max Fried is back. He'll be pitching tonight. I don't know how effective he'll be, but pitch swung on, popped back to the screen, and we're going to have a full count here with two out, nobody on. Flag still blowing. That wind's still whipping pretty good. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Swung on, popped up, and this one is also going to be out of play. Fans making no attempt to catch that because it's cold. No, kept his hands in his pocket. He did duck forward by about three feet. Unscathed. Count remains, three balls, two strikes. Two out, nobody on. We're in the bottom of the second. Eagle leading it 2 nothing. I mean, that's a brisk win, Brian. I mean, it's swung on, lined into left field, a base hit right out of the reach of Sanderford down at third, and it's a two-out single for Gardner. Third eagle hit. Number 11, Addie Linton. And brings up the top of the order, Addie Linton, who walked her first time up. There may be some folks who are sad that they decided to make the wardrobe choice of shorts tonight. Swing and a miss. Linton throws left and bats left. In the hole now, 0-1 the count. Watkins pitch, swung on, had a good cut, fouled it back. So and two. Well, what you know when you're at Eagleville, a good way to spend the night and spend the evening is at the old softball field or the baseball field, either one. 0-2 pitch, swung on, fly ball, pretty well hit, ball, ball going away, and it drops. And going to third and standing in there is a gardener who didn't slide, but she went, she got in there easily, 
and Linton has a double. John, that ball carried up in the wind. The wind is blowing toward left field, and it just kind of hung up there. Just kept going away from her, didn't it? Sure did. It's really blowing to left. That brings up Emmeline Witt. Reached on a fielder's choice and scored back in the first. We're only in the bottom of the second. Eagleville trying to patch together a two-out rally here. It's the fourth hit for Eagleville. The wind in the pitch, swung on. She goes that way, but that's going to go way foul. Out of play. Well, there's a lot of room out there in left. Stembridge is trying to cover as much real estate for Stewart's Creek out there as she can, but well-placed single could score two here and blow this thing wide open. Well, you're talking about the gap between left and center. It's, it's huge. Pitch swung on, foul back. Another good cut, but she's in the hole. No balls, two strikes. Two runs in the first for Eagle, and now trying to get another run or two here in the second. Oh, and two, the count. Wind of the pitch. That's just inside. One ball, two strikes. Witt stands back in there. Now we're ready. Watkins with the pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck her out. And the inning is over. That's strikeout number four. The Eagleville does get two hits, but they strand two, and there were no errors and two left. We've completed two. Our scores, uh, Eagleville two and Stewart's Creek nothing here on State Farm Prep Softball. If you're near retirement or thinking about retiring, you probably have a lot of questions. How do you make your savings last? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances? Let's work together to help ensure your finances can keep up with your unique needs over the long haul. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin. Stop by our office in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056 for an appointment. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. The Blue Raider fan source for officially licensed Middle Tennessee gear is Raider Tees. T-shirts, caps, sweats in all sizes, designs, colors, children's to plus sizes. Raider Tees has decals and license plates to show everyone your favorite team. Plus check out their wide selection of Blue Raider art, jewelry, even golf tee markers. Show your Blue Raider pride with the largest selection of Blue Raider merchandise anywhere by shopping Raider Tees, 910 Ridgely Road, just before the bridge over Broad behind Chewy's. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Softball. It's good neighbor State Farm Agent Andy Womack bringing you this half inning. He's located at 1535 West Northfield Boulevard near the Ford dealer, Andy Womack, at 890-0850. Andy Linton with a 2 nothing shutout as we go to the third. Brooke Kemp's going to lead it off, followed by the top of the order, Brawley, Thomas, and McMean. Keep me abreast of the temperature because I want to make sure I, I get the car started. Uh, yeah. i got to run and get something. Got to run home? No, i, I got to just run up here. It's a long way, though. Uh-huh. It's a long <laughs> so, Brooke Kemp, the catcher for Stewart's Creek. They've managed one hit off of Andy Linton so far. Think. Here's a pitch swung on foul. 
Did I just see Coach Walker being a defector and leaving? I, I think he's coming back. I think he's going to watch a little baseball. Oh, okay. For a moment. Well, there's still sun over on that side. Oh, and one the count. Pitch goes all the way back to the screen. That That's twice that that umpire has about gotten tagged. One ball, one strike. wonder if he gets hazard peg. Eagle Baseball, by the way, leading 8 nothing. Not sure of their opponent, but I can find that out real quick, I think. One and one the count here to Kemp, and the pitch swung on, bouncer to second. Picked up and scooped up by Abby Stokes, who makes the throw to first in time for out number one. One out here in the third. And that brings up the top of the order, Jaden Brawley, who grounded back to the mound in the first inning. Left-handed batter steps in there. Addie Linton on the mound. And the left-hander kicks and fires. Pitch a little high. One ball, no strikes. There's one of your fans right there, Brian. I think that's the uh, new starting quarterback for the Eagle Eagles <laughs> in about 10 years. Pitch is out. A strike called. Got by Warbritton, but it's still a strike. And it's one ball, one strike. One out here in the third inning. Eagles playing Huntland tonight in baseball. It's military appreciation night at the park over there. The pitch swung on, fouled back out of play. I wonder if they're wearing camo. I didn't notice when I was going up there. Well, I think they were playing a JV game earlier, so maybe they are. We've got baseball this Thursday night. We're going to be at Blackman to see the Warriors take on the Blaze baseball action you'll start that game by the way just want to let you know thank you if i keep reminding you one ball two strikes the pitch Lyndon tried to hit that outside corner just missed and the count full uh, even now two balls two strikes here's the wind and the 2-2 pitch Swung on, shot to short. Bain gobbles it up, throws to first, throws a perfect strike for out number two. So two away here in the third. Well, neither pitcher, John, has had a three-up, three-down inning, but Linton hopes to become the first one to be able to achieve that tonight. And it's going to be up to Tanea Thomas if Stewart Creek's going to do anything this inning. She struck out back in the first. Linton gets the sign. And Eddie is ready, and here's the pitch. Strike called. That one right down the middle, 0-1. Yeah, shorts might not be a good good attire for tonight. Although, legs, they don't bother me as much as upper body. 0-1 the count. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. Pitch high. One ball, one strike. It did reach, what, I think 70 today? Very, got very close. Seemed like it got warm just right around 5 to 6 o'clock when we were setting up. But then when the sun went down, 1-1 pitches, passed in the dirt. Two balls and a strike. 2 nothing Eagleville here in the third. Well, I know one thing. It topped in my car at 70, and then it quickly went back down to 69 by the time you got here to meet me. 
Two balls and a strike. Here's the wind in the pitch. Swing and a miss. Boy, that riser ball she's got. Mm. She throws so hard, I don't know that I've seen a changeup. Of course, I'm being blocked here, so it's kind of hard to tell what the pitcher is throwing. But two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck her out. A three-up, three-down inning, and a good one for Addie Linton. And we go now to the bottom of the third. Our score remains Eagleville 2, Stewart's Creek nothing here on State Farm Prep Softball. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the law offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. Here's a question. What do you want from your electric co-op? An app for easy payment. Solar energy solutions. I just want to talk to a real person when I need help. Energy tips and low rates. Done, 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 done. I want to fly my car to the moon. Uh, Houston? Let's talk about electric vehicles. Energy service life. That's Middle Tennessee Electric. We're here to get done what matters most to you. Learn more at mte.com. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you in part by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, Jennings and Ears, Funeral Home, along with Middle Tennessee Christian School. That reminds me, uh, as we take a look at the schedule, John's already mentioned, uh, of course, tonight here with Stewart's Creek and Eagleville Softball on Thursday night, Blackman Baseball versus Riverdale. And then next Monday, back at MTCS for their battle with Columbia Academy. It's Monday, Thursday again next week, and uh, Siegel and Oakland Baseball on Thursday the 27th. Pitches up and high, one ball, no strikes, two. Brindley Bain, who's leading off here in the bottom of the third. Brindley doubled and drove in a run. We are rapid, time up. rapidly approaching the end of the regular season in a hurry. Here's the wind in the pitch. Sails high. Two balls, no strikes. Number 30, Brindley Bain. Bain made the move from catcher to short this year. The pitch outside, and it's 3-0 now to Brindley Bain. Sarah Thompson, then Piper Gardner, the first three here in the Eagleville third. Pace has picked up a little bit since the first part of the game. Here's the wind in the 3-0 pitch. That one sails outside, and Bain takes a walk. Well, I'm sure that Watkins wanted to be very careful how she pitched to Bain because she's hit that double in the first. So this is a pretty tough part of the order coming up to face McKenzie Watkins. Yeah, Thompson single, drove in a run in the first inning, drove in the second run for Eagleville. 2-0 is our score. Eagleville got two in the top half of, or the bottom half of first. The pitch is outside. One ball, no strikes. This umpire has got a tight strike zone, I'm going to tell you. Independence leads Siegel Baseball 4-0 after two innings on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. 
Here's the wine and the pitch. Outside again, two balls, no strikes. Coach Fernandez has done a good job at Stewart's Creek as well. She and Jennifer Patterson have been together for a while and, of course, came through and wound up winning the district. And They've got a tough Smyrna team in their district. Things will change next year when they bring in uh, a few others. It'll be Lebanon and pitch swung on foul. It's going to be interesting. you got got... Uh, Lebanon, Mount Juliet, and Cookville, I believe it is. Along with Stewart's Creek and Smyrna and Laverne. They're going to have a six-team league where the uh, District 7-4A, which will be another district number next year. I think they're 8-4A next year. They'll be different. Popped up. Nice catch by the catcher, Kemp. Just went right out and grabbed it. And there's one out in the inning. Bain stays at first. So Thompson pops up and brings up Piper Gardner. Struck out her first time up. Number 16, Piper Gardner. And the wind and the pitch coming is a strike call by Watkins. You know, you take away the first inning, Watkins has pitched well here in this game. A little trouble with her control early, but she kind of settled down there. 0-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. I took a little something off on that one, change up. And it's no balls, two strikes. Watkins back on the rubber, and the pitch is a ball outside, just missed. One ball, two strikes. I don't know one thing, the wind has not ceased at all. It's still as strong as it was when this game started. One-two pitch about to be made. Here it is, high. Two balls, two strikes. One out, Baines at first. Here in the bottom of the third. Old Gloria's rippling out there, isn't she? I like the way they where it's at. Don't you? It's right, it's right in the smack middle where it ought to be. Yeah, dead away center field. Swing and a foul back. Two balls, two strikes to Gardner. Bella Bain would be next. Here's the wind and the 2-2 pitch coming from Watkins. Runner going. Throw down is going to be safe. Ball gets away. Baines, she's going to go to third. She is. And going to get there easily. So a stolen base and a throwing error. And Bain is down at third with only one out. So that's a big stolen base. Well, she's quick. And when that ball bounced, it was a bad throw when it bounced away. There was no question she was going to take off to third. Really in their standing. This is a big run out here. Swinging them foul tip. And it's 0-1 the count. This is Bella Bain. That was a strikeout, so there's to Gardner. That was her third strike on that swing and miss. The pitch swung on. 
pop up right side, first baseman out of our angle, but we didn't have to. I heard it bounce, and it's still in out of play. Yeah, hit off of the uh, first base dugout, the Eagle dugout, and then bounced back into the field of play, but it was already in foul territory. So two out in the inning, Baines at third, and Bella Bain is the hitter. In the hole, no balls, two strikes. See what Watkins throws her here. No two pitch, swung on, foul back. Took a little something off that pitch, it yep. looked like. How could you tell? Oh, I, okay, you can actually see. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, okay. I'm making up everything I say. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> it's old mirage. <laughs> it did look like it was a little off speed. The 0-2 pitch to Bella Bain on the way. Ooh, that was close. And it's one ball, two strikes. Good eye by Bella. Abby Stokes would be next. Going to take a two-out hit if Eagleville wants to score this frame. The one-two pitch. Swung on, grounded to short. They're going to have to make the throw, and they do. That's Hannah McMean throwing out Bella Bain, and the inning is over. They go 6-3 on the putout. No runs. There was a walk, and one left stranded at third. There was also an error in the inning, and we've completed three. It's 2-0, Eagleville over Stewart's Creek. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. Tell us what it's like to work at a family business. It's a lot of fun. However, it's a lot of work. Everybody has to pull their weight equally. What do you think are some of the advantages of people doing business with a family business versus a a corporate business? We are here to answer all questions. We're responsible for scheduling jobs. Uh, We're not here to sell you material and pass you off to a list of installers. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. This Fanceroni pepperoni is fancy. Am I fancy enough for the Fanceroni? I'm wearing cargo shorts. But Tim, so am I. Try the Fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 Old World pepperoni. Little Caesars changed the hot and ready classic and added 33% more pepperoni, which makes it 133% better pizza than before. It's really good. Order a new classic online and use our convenient pizza portal pickup. In Murfreesboro on Memorial, Warrior Drive, South Church, and Old Fort. Pizza, pizza. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball. This half inning of play brought to you by good neighbor State Farm agent Jeannie Allman on Heritage Park Drive in Murfreesboro, just off Memorial. Jeannie Allman at 896-2013. We're going to the top of the fourth, and Stewart's Creek will send up McMean, Sandifer, and Watkins, the first three. And McMean, the shortstop, is the only hit that is off Linton. And the pitch, swung on, foul back, had a good cut, fouled it away, 0-1. Addy has had two base runners. That single by McMean in the first, and then uh, Mackenzie Watkins led off the second. And she was hit by a pitch, which... Or was, was a, she? Yeah. <laughs> it was appealed by Coach Fernandez. I, was, still, don't, I still don't see that because there was... It really hit off the back of her yeah, back. Yeah, she didn't point. react like she was hit. There's a strike called, and it's one ball, two strikes. She was really backing out of the box and turned away, and it looked like it hit off the backside of her bat. Swung on, line drive into right center field. It's going to drop in. Coming around to pick it up is Martin. She'll throw it in, so it's a leadoff single for McMean, who is two for two in this game. 
And it brings up Samia Sandifer, flied out her first time up. She's 0 for 1. So Ty and Run's going to come to the plate here. Well, the second inning and now the fourth inning, Stewart's Creek has got their leadoff girl on, however, have not been able to get anybody across. Here's the wind. Runner not going. The pitch is down low. Ball outside. One ball, no strikes. Top of the fourth. Eagleville with a 2-0 lead. Let's be honest here. Stewart's Creek's not going to go away. They're a good ball club. The pitch. High. Little change there. And it's two balls, no strikes. I'd like to get one of those fancy cameras that people use, you know? One with the big lens? Yeah. What would you do with it? I don't know. I'd just look cool. Pitch. Strike called. I'd look like Cecil Joyce. No, he doesn't take the pictures. No. He has people that do that for him. Two balls, no strikes. Pitch swung on. Bouncer to the right side. Gets through first baseman. And the throw from second by Stokes is gets away from uh, the pitcher. And runners are going to wind up here at first and third. So a big inning started. Uh, that's going to be a single. And going to take third on that throw. Well, the so throw was kind of first and third. Throw was kind of bad over at first. And then it was. Kind of like a ping-pong ball trying to corral it out there, and that allowed McMean to take off to third. She's pretty quick. Abby probably would have been better off just holding that ball, don't you think? Maybe. Yeah, probably so. But it was trying just, to make that play, trying yeah, to make the out. Yeah, she was trying to make a a play to give defense a chance. Pitch swung on, fouled, and if Watkins got a chance here to be her own savior, runners at first and third, nobody out. She was hit by a pitch back in the second. Yeah, this is the first big jam that Eagleville has had to deal with here with the go-ahead run at home plate. If you're an Eagleville fan, you're looking for a strikeout here. 0-1, swung on, a bouncer up the middle, and it's going to go through for a base hit. No, they got the runner tied up, but now the ball gets away, and the runners are going to advance. That's a tough break for Eagleville. So it's 2-1, and give Watkins a single. So three straight hits. Runners are at second and third. Well, Presley Gardner tried to make the play down there at third, and ball just kind of got away from her. Now Paradis is going to come in and run for Watkins, I guess, right? Yeah. So here we go, 2-1 now, Eagleville. Runners at second, third, still nobody out. And here's Bella Richer. Struck out her first time up. Addie Linton on the mound, the pitch. The ball inside, one ball, no strikes. Well, there are all kinds of things going on here. Coming down, it's Sandifer down from third. The pitch, bunts it, it's foul. Well, now, John, with runners at first and third, one run's already in. Well, second and third. Well, yeah, yeah. now second and third. You 
really got trouble if you're Eagleville, and Stewart's Creek may not get another opportunity like this in the game. You just never know. One ball, one strike. If you're the Lady Redhawks, you certainly want to make some hay here. Then ready the pitch. Bunting again, and she bunts it foul. Well, I, I'll tell you, though, it looked like uh, Stokes was really trying to get to that ball before it went foul. Yeah, Stokes was playing way in here in her position from second. and She was ready to fire it home to Warbrit and try to get that leadoff run. One ball, two strikes. What Andy Linton needs is a strikeout. One and two. Checks in from the sign from Warbritton, who's getting it from the bench, and the wind in the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Boy, Richard's trying to go that opposite way. One ball, two strikes. 2-1, Eagleville. That is in jeopardy right now. Runners at second and third. Nobody out for the Red Hawks. There's the wind in the pitch. Oh, oh, that was close. Two balls, two strikes. I don't think I'd want to umpire. I just don't. Well, one thing for him, he's been very consistent. He has. It just is a very small strike zone. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch swung on, lined in the right, caught out there by Witt. They're going to tag up and come home, and they're going to score and tie this thing up. That was pretty close. They made that pretty close at home. So we're tied at two, and going to third on the play will be Paradis. And Richer gave it a gave it a ride. She gets an RBI. Well, that was a really good throw, <clears throat> pardon me, by Emmeline Witt to get it in to make it a decently close play at home. Still only one out, so the batter is Lexi Pope, who struck out back in the second. And if she can hit anything, get anything on the ground, on the right side particularly, boy, but Stokes and Gardner are like <laughs> all on top of her. They're a good 10 feet in front of the third and first base bags, respectfully. 0-1 the count. The lefty kicks and fires. Sails outside. One ball, one strike. Pope is kind of a slap hitter. If she can kind of knock it around the infield somewhere, and that's why Stokes and Gardner are playing in. The wind, and here's the pitch. Does she go? Throw down? Safe? I guess not. And it's two balls and a strike. There's one out in the inning. Litton gets the sign. Now Pope stepping out on her. And she's back in. Pitch sails high. And it's three balls and a strike. Linton, who is 
probably throw more pitches in this inning than she has the entire game. The pitch. Strike called outside corner. And it's full. Three balls, two strikes. Well, three straight hits before that sack fly, John. That's Stewart's Creek. <clears throat> it's a, you know, second time some of these girls have faced Litton and have been able to see her pitches. The pitch. Walked her. Got that as her first walk of the game. So runners are at first and third, and that's going to bring up Jacqueline Stembridge, who struck out back in the second. 2-2 our score. It's been a long fourth inning here for the Eagle Lady Eagles. And it's not over yet. Bain has come in. She's going to go home if that runner takes off from third. Here's the pitch. Shows bunt. There's a ball down low and a throw to third, and she's back. You've got to be careful on those throws down to third. Everybody has to be ready, and Brindley is certainly ready for that one. But anything gets away down that side, another run scores. Here's the pitch. Ball. I've got 2-0, and but I haven't seen anything on the scoreboard yet. And Brian, the runner took off at second because there's no way they, there was anybody covering. So they are, they are more concerned about that runner at third than they are right now. 0-2 the count. This would be a big strikeout for Linton if she can get it. pitch butts it foul what's well, it's like Stembridge is it's almost like she's getting a running start at it they're gonna call that a strike well she bunted it just two away so now a conference on the mound is eagle they're gonna have a little chow a uh, little powwow gives us an opportunity to talk about our friends at ideas tees who uh Still having that big sale? No, that ended uh, on on Saturday out there. They had a big spring sale. But I tell you what, with the deals that you get at Ideas Tees, you can't go wrong. They have officially licensed MTSU Blue Raider merchandise as they operate Raider Tees at their showroom at 910 Ridgely Road. That's just off broad between Chewy's and Chili's. But if you're in the market for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery, specialty items, uh, you know, cups, portfolios, I mean, bags they they do it all if you want to personalize it to help your uh, favorite team workplace or organization you need to get with ideas tees ideastees.com online a great supporter of rutherford county athletics so Eddie lynn trying to get out of this one here's a high pop right back to her on the first pitch by kemp and the inning is over but not before stewart's creek comes away with two runs on three hits there was uh, a walk in there as well and one left. We've completed three and a half. We're going to the bottom of the fourth. New game. Eagleville 2, Stewart's Creek 2 on here on State Farm Prep Softball. 
Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball. How about that? Bud Morris is going to be bringing you this bottom of the uh, fourth inning here on State Farm Prep Sports. He's located at 3245 Franklin Road, just down from Franklin Road Christian School. Bud Morris at 893-1417. We'll be at Blackman High School this Thursday night for a 6 o'clock game. We'll get on the air about 5.50 for the game between Blackman and Riverdale in baseball. Then next Monday, it's Middle Tennessee Christian Baseball against Columbia Academy. And then uh, Thursday, we wrap things up, at least for the month of April, with Siegel and Oakland Baseball. And then May, who knows? It's crazy. I know we got a softball game planned May 1st, but that well, month of May is wild. Yeah, tournaments kind of start after that. Eagle Baseball, by the way, uh, they're leading 9-0 over Huntland tonight. And that one's in the bottom of the fourth, I believe it is, just right across the way from us here. Going to go to the bottom of the fourth. It's a 2-2 tie, and Abby Stokes, Riley Warbritton, and Presley Gardner will lead it off here in this uh, bottom of the fourth. Eagleville touched up for two runs in the uh, top half of the inning. And Watkins was a big part of that. Pitches up high, a ball, one ball, no strikes. Well, since the first, Eagleville had a prime opportunity, John, in the uh, second inning, didn't get anybody across, and also had a runner at third in the third inning. And those uh, they've stranded three so far. Make that four. Here's the pitch. A little outside. Two balls, no strikes. Well, I agree. The umpire's been very efficient, but it's made these girls throw a lot of strikes, throw a lot of pitches tonight. Two balls, no strikes. I knocked that over. Sorry. Two balls, no strikes to Abby Stokes. Eagle could use a base runner here. Wine in the pitch. A strike is called. It's make that three and one. He's got one on me. Kemp did an awesome job right there framing up that pitch and waiting for the call. Made a good catch last inning as well. I mean, this is a good Stewart's Creek team right here. Pitch is high, and it's a leadoff walk to Abby Stokes. Walk number three. Number 29, Riley Wilbritton. And that's probably not what Watkins wanted to do here. 
Here's Riley Warbritton, struck out in the second. Well, let's see what Coach Lehman will have her doing here. Well, from past experience, they are very quick on the base pads. She is bunning. Ball gets away. Hit her. This sure did. Well, an inauspicious start. There's at first and second. Eagleville in good control here. Nobody out. John, they haven't had to swing their bat yet. They've got two on. And here's Presley Gardner, who singled in the uh, second inning. So she's got all kinds of things she can do here. I'd, I'd say we'll, we'll probably see maybe another bun attempt. And a substitution, I think, uh, a runner going in for Eagleville for Warbritton. That is Ashton Walker. Would you think that's Walker? Yeah, it's Ashton Walker. Okay. One of the many eighth graders that were called up. Coach Witt's handwriting is atrocious. Don't tell him I said that, though. Well, I think he'll hear about it. But, and she missed that one, and so in one, tipped it. So Walker now at first, and Stokes down at second. Which makes me think, you know, with as much experience as Brandon has on a tractor, why was Chad Lehman on it doing the <laughs> infield work? He doesn't know what he's doing. Well, he got it started for him. <laughs> I'm sure. The pitch outside and the count, one ball, one strike. He didn't even know where to put the key in to start it. Don't tell him I said that either. Well, whoever's doing it, the field looks great. It does. One ball, one strike. Got a couple of trees out there and yeah, I like right that. Field. Don't you? Do yeah, you like it? I like that. Really love that flagpole right dead away center field. Is that not impressive? That's, what, is. I, that's what I thought. Looks like they have two flagpoles. I think that's what that is over to the left. That maybe is a place for well, another some, flag or something. Yeah, there was some damage around here with that storm, and I don't know exactly. Yeah, it really anything to do with it. Took the. Uh, batter's eye out over on the baseball field. I meant to look earlier to see whether that had been fixed or not. Don't one remember. ball, one strike. Nobody out. Runners at first and second. She takes it this time and it's a called strike. One ball, two strikes. 2-2 two, two tie. Eagle threatening here in the bottom of the fourth. And the 1-2 pitch. Swung on a little nubber. That's going to be a foul ball. It must have hit the plate first. And the count remains. One ball, two strikes. Yeah, because it certainly didn't go into foul territory, did it? One ball, two strikes. It's Presley Gardner. The runners at first and second. Nobody out. The pitch. Oh, my. Whew. Two balls, two strikes. I thought I almost saw that right hand go up. I sure did. Two balls, two strikes. Gardner, this is a big at bat. Big batter for Watkins in the pitch. 
Swung on, fouled away. Well, you hit it to the left side. You might as well plan on it be going to the hayfield over there. Yeah, with the way the wind's blowing. Yeah. Still whipping up pretty good. I, I think we got a pretty good spot in terms of keeping the wind off of we us. We sure did. Looked out there. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch from Watkins. Swung on, grounded to short. They're going to go to third to get the lead runner, and they do for out number one. So, Stokes is forced out. Presley Gardner goes to first on a field of choice. Walker down at second. And here's the leadoff hitter, Andy Linton, who uh, doubled in the second. She also walked. She's one for one. She'd like nothing better than to have another double right here. Well, a double right here would be huge. Still haven't gotten a hit this inning. Pitches outside, a ball, one ball, no strikes. We've had base runners. I think there's been one three up, three down inning. That was by Eagleville, the pitch. Swung on, good cut, found it back out of play. And it's one ball, one strike. Yeah, that was the uh, top of the third. But otherwise, there's been trouble every half inning. A little different than our softball game the other night, wasn't it? Yeah. The pitch, high, good stop by Kemp. And it's two and one. That was a. You're talking about that. Uh, that was a quick game. Rockville Seagull game. Yeah. That was a very good game. I, I think. Both of those teams may be the teams to beat in District 7-4A. Up high. And now three and one. Pitching carefully to Linton. And Linton, Linton will do you some damage. So pitching very carefully. Witt would be next. Here's the wind, the 3-1 pitch. Outside, she walked her. She sure didn't give her a lot to look at, did she? Second walk of the inning. Number eight, Emmeline Witt. Didn't give her anything. You're right. And here's Emmeline Witt, who struck out back in the second inning. Reached on a fielder's choice in the first. So, bases are full of eagles. The nest is full of eagles. Coach Fernandez asking the home plate umpire a question. Not sure what about, but she's not happy. I, I think it's, I think she's questioning the strike zone just a little I bit. I think you're right. Well, I'm, I'm questioning it a little bit. <laughs> I mean, Mackenzie Watkins is in a full-blown jam right here. Well, two walks and a hit batter. And here's Witt, the pitch. Oh. So that's that's an example there. Yeah, I, I think she's, she's upset with that because that looked like a strike. Very frustrated. <laughs> and she doesn't say a whole lot. So the one ball, no strike count. Swing and a miss. Wit helped her out a little bit there. That ball looked a little high. One ball, one strike. John, that was a. I had a really good look at that one. About the best pitch I've seen tonight with view, and that was a great riser. Pitch. There's a strike. And it's one and two. Walker's at third. 
Gardner is at second, and over at first is Linton. Only one out. Pitch swung on, popped up back this way out of play. Count are going to remain one and two. John, if you're you're Eagle Bowl, you just gave up two runs in the top of the fourth to tie this ball game. You've only got four more chances at it this inning. So definitely want to make the most out of these walks and hit batters that you've been gifted. The pitch. Ball gets away. And inside, evidently, two balls, two strikes. I I have no idea anymore. I can't. I'm certainly not going to prematurely call a strike or a ball on that. Two balls, two strikes. One out. The bases juiced. The pitch swung on, drilled to left field. This is going to get a run home if it doesn't go overhead. And it does. One run is in. They're going to send... Gardner, she's going to score. It's 4-2 Eagleville. Big hit by Emmeline Witt. She stroked that ball. A double, two RBIs. Coming in is Walker and Gardner. Litton goes to third. And batting number 30, Brindley. Still only one out. And here's Brindley Bain. So the walks and the hit batters come back to haunt McKenzie Watkins. And Eagles regained the lead right after they had just relinquished it. And here's Bain. Pitch is a ball outside. Bain has walked, and she's doubled in a run. She's one for one. Stembridge out there and left, John. The ball just kept carrying and carrying and carrying to the left. She made a good attempt at it, but it was high off of the wall. Well, that wind just kept sending it out that way. I mean, you get it up in that, and she got it up high enough. Knew it was going to be trouble. I thought it might just, she might get there to it. It was close. I mean, it was about maybe three feet from the top of the wall from almost screaming over. The pitch swung on. There's another one. This one maybe not quite as deep. Fly ball. Stembridge has it. They're going to score another run, though, on the sacrifice fly by Bain. That's two RBIs on the night for Brindley Bain. And the third run comes across, 5-2, to two, as Linton comes in to score. Nobody on. Let's say make that there is one on. That's Witt. She held it second. 5-2 now. It's another big run out there. Sarah Thompson, single, drove in a run in the first. Pitches outside, one ball, no strikes. So three runs here in the bottom half of the fourth has given Eagleville the lead back. Well, and you can never have enough. So, I mean, Sarah Thompson's thinking, I, I need to try to do whatever I can to drive in wit. Had a good cut there and fouled it back out of play. And it's one ball, one strike. See the ball that Bain hit, how it just kept floating back to left field, though? Yeah, it did. It was headed toward right side, left center, and it just kept floating to the left. Pitches in the dirt. Two balls and a strike. See, after three innings and a very long third for Siegel baseball, they trail 11-0 to Independence. Here's the pitch. 
That one's outside. A lot of people, by the way, think Independence may be a, a favorite in Class 4A baseball this year. They're ranked in the state. Three balls and one strike to Thompson. Watkins pitch on the way. Here it is. Strike called. Just nipped that outside corner. Eagleville baseball is ranked number two in class single A behind Peabody. I don't look for those top spots to change much in single A. The pitch. Swung on, grounder to second. Picked up over there by Richard. Throw to first in time. And the inning is finally over for Stewart's Creek. But Eagleville gets three runs. They had one hit in that inning. Two walks, a hit batter, and a couple of sacrifice flies, and things look good. There was one left stranded. We've completed four. Eagleville regains the lead, 5-2 over Stewart's Creek here on State Farm Prep Softball. Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. Craig's Tax Service is located just off Memorial on Heritage Park Drive. You can contact us at 890-2233. It makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We are proud to support all Rutherford County student athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're at Rick's Barbecue talking with Anne-Marie Brintz, who says they're ready to feed your entire crew with the family pack. It's a pound of pork or any of our pulled meats, and then you get two 16-ounce sides, and then you get a bag of chips, which are plain or barbecue, and then the buns come with it. And then you get one of our drink choices, which is either a two-liter of one of our sodas or a half-gallon of one of our teas. And don't forget the famous Rick's Loaded Baked Potato. That's the biggest potato you can get. They're uh, right at two pounds. Let Rick's Barbecue do the cooking. 212 Warrior Drive. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you by Sir Pizza, sponsor of our Game and Coaches Show podcast. Find them at WGNSSports.com or wherever you listen to audio. That's Sir Pizza on East Main, South Church, and Memorial. We're going to the top of the fifth. Here's Brian. All right, John. It's the top of the order for the Lady Red Hawks. Jaden Brawley. On the second pitch, skies it into right field, and coming in is Emmeline Witt. She had to really go a long way to get that one, but does for out number one. Two pitches, and the first Lady Red Hawk retired. Way to pick up the pace, Brian. One pitch, one out. I mean, two pitches, one out. That's 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 a good job. Let's see what we can do here. We'll get you to Braves in San Diego. They don't start until 825 pregame. Well, Stewart's Creek's got a lot to say about that in the next three at-bats, three innings. Yeah, they've got some ground to make up after. Came back once. Maybe they'll come back again here. Eagleville hung a three-spot on in the bottom of the fourth. Tania Thomas struck out twice, and she offers at the second one. It's nothing and two. Swinging strike by Thomas. On deck is Hannah McMean, who's two for two tonight. So if Thomas can get on, that could be big. Swing and a miss, and she doesn't. It's going to be the seventh strikeout of the evening for Addie Linton. And with two away, Hannah McMean, your batter. She is a right-handed batter. And 
Linton is looking for her second three-up, three-down inning today. This pitch, strike called on the outer half. That ball wound up way outside, but came across the plate in the center. Nothing in one. Tried to go to the same spot. It's a ball outside. One ball, one strike to McMean. Samuel Sanderfer is on deck. Pitch misses inside and high. Two and one. Middle Tennessee's got some baseball tomorrow and Wednesday. This pitch outside gets away from more Britain, but no harm, no foul. They've got a home game versus Lipscomb, and then the next day they're at Lipscomb. So that's tomorrow, 545 at home tomorrow for the Blue Raiders, then at Lipscomb at 545 on Wednesday night. The 2-1 going to be chopped down the first base side, but foul. I want to thank Principal Pedigo and Chad Lehman and everybody who helped us out tonight to ensure that we could broadcast this game. Payoff pitch on the way, and it's low for a ball. So McMean, who Linton pitched very carefully to, draws a two-out walk, and that's just the second walk of the game for Linton. Doesn't get a whole lot easier here with Sandifer. She has uh, singled and scored a run in the fourth. She's one for two. First pitch to her. Low fastball. It's one and oh. Linton with the pitch. Going to be foul tipped. To even things up at one apiece. You better be on your good behavior because I believe a lot of people have gone to the car to listen to you. You think so? Well, you know, then she can come home and tell the kids, well, I saw it, well, I saw the game and it did great, and whatever. Outside low for a ball. I know Addie's dad was talking to me in pregame about how they listen back to some of those state tournament games from two years ago when she was just an eighth grader. 2-1, lined into right field. It's going to drop. Solid base hit. Rounding first is Sandifer headed to second. They're going to send her to third, and she is going to be in there. That ball just kept careening out there into right field. It is going to be a sliding triple for Samia Sandifer, scoring McMean and Stewart's Creek with a two-out Hit, gets one run back here. It's now five to three. Stewart's Creek not going away. That was a great job of hitting. Didn't try to pull her, just went the other way with it. Let the bat do all the talking, and she hit it right in the perfect spot down in right center field, and that thing just careened almost all the way to the wall. Kind of fooled me a little bit. I didn't know that it was hit quite as well as it was. Strike called to Mackenzie Watkins. She drove in the second run in the fourth. Tied things up. Outside and low for a ball. One ball, one strike. The wind, for the time being, has kind of died. The 
flag in center field. Yeah, it went to barely rippling. Limp now. Yeah. 5-3 Eagleble. Stewart's Creek with the runner at third, and the pitch strike called on the outside corner. Coach Fernandez is really itching to try to get Sandifer in, who delivered on that triple. Linton is shaking off a couple of signs from Warbritton, and this is a fastball in there for strike three. Eighth strikeout of the game for Addie Linton, and that comes at a really good time. Stewart's Creek held to just one run on one hit, that big triple by Sandifer. There was a walk in the inning and one left stranded. We move along now to the bottom of the fifth with your score, new score, Eagleville 3, Eagleville 5, Stewart's Creek 3. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. It's not just a home or a car. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton. We see your home and car as the time and memories you put into them. Give me a call at 615-895-2700 and let me help you give them the protection they deserve. Local business owners, you know how important it is to be here for your customers. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and I run a small business in Rutherford County, too. I'm here to help you protect your small business. Call me at 615-900-0877. Middle Tennessee Christian School. Training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches the Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you by Good Neighbor State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, located in Smyrna at 199 Enon Springs Road West and Hazelwood Drive. That's State Farm Agent Emerson Williams. Give him a call at 459-2683. Just, this just in, Brian. Weather. Tomorrow's highs will be even warmer than today. Oh, so think warm thoughts. Think warm thoughts? It even tells you that? No. Oh, I'm you were telling just you. I got you. Well, it's really a pretty day today. Just a little cooler, warmer tomorrow. Got a Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard update for you. And it is uh, Eagle Bowl, a winner over Huntland in baseball tonight on their military appreciation night. 12 nothing as the Eagles get the victory. No, we've got uh, some spring practice and uh, scrimmages and all going on with football now even, too. Wow, that's right. Uh, you know, they kind of just – we get so busy with this, we forget about the orange-white game and the black-gold. Yeah. Well, so did MTSU have a spring game or did they – somebody had the injuries and that, it may have been the Blue Raiders. I'm not sure. Yeah, I haven't really heard a whole lot about that. Looks like part of this conversation was a pitching change here, too. Feltner, is that, is that who finally? Yep. yep. Alisa, she, Alisa? She was scheduled, or she was at least initially on the lineup to start the game. So we'll put her back in there. She comes in for Mackenzie Watkins. So Alyssa Feltner coming in here in the fifth. 
to pitch to Piper Gardner, Bella Bain, and Abby Stokes. Five, six, and seven hitters for Eagleble, and they're giving her a chance to uh, warm up here just a little bit. Gives us a chance. Uh, Coach Fernandez making the call to the bullpen. Ideas T's bringing you that. They're the place in Rutherford County for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery, specialty items, and much, much more. Get all of your officially licensed MTSU Blue Raider merchandise over at Raider Tees. Their showroom is at 910 Richley Road, just off Broad between Chewy's and Chili's. You'll want to stop in, have a little conversation with the Brockwell family and uh, see how they can help you promote your favorite team, workplace, or organization, or online at ideastees.com. Uh, have the line on Watkins if you'd like it, Brian. Why not? All right, four run, uh, four innings, five runs, five earned, five hits, struck out four, walked four, and hit a batter. So she had some control issues off and on tonight, but still her, ga- her team's in the game. They only trail by two, five, three. Well, the designated hitter, Piper Gardner, stepping in. She's 0 for 2 today. Right-handed batter stepping in. Right-handed pitcher in Feltner. She toes the rubber in the pitching circle. And the first pitch on the way. Low and inside for a ball. Eagle, after giving up the lead, comes back in uh, the last inning and gets three runs on just one hit. This ball low as well. Two balls, no strikes to Gardner. A couple of walks last inning and a hit batter by Watkins. And Eagleble was able to get three runs across. This pitch misses our hitter. So a hit by pitch to Piper Gardner. Now we've gone, I don't know how many games we've done John down, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, tonight is the first night we've had any hit batters. Well, that's right. It's kind of plagued everybody. I'm not really sure if the cold, I thought it may have been the wind a little bit in that first few innings. You get hit by pitch tonight, though, it's going to sting. I think we're going to get a pinch runner. Got another final tonight. It was uh, Lebanon softball defeating Laverne 21 to 3. Final score in softball. Looks like we are going to get a runner here for the Lady Eagles, and that is going to be Ashton Walker coming in to run for Gardner. So Walker at first. And standing in is Bella Bain. She struck out and grounded to short. 0 for 2 today. Takes this pitch inside. Right now in the early going, Feltner is having trouble with the strike zone. 1-0. Swing and a miss. Change up there. Evens the count at one apiece. I thank all those folks who are listening in tonight, whether you're on radio or streaming, however you're catching us. Swing and a miss. 
About the same pitch to Bain. And it's a one ball, two strike count. Walker at first, running for Gardner. Nobody out here in the bottom of the fifth. This one misses inside and low. Feltner in relief of Watkins, who pitched the first four innings of the game for the Lady Red Hawks. Kemp setting up outside on this pitch, which is a strike called and down on strikeouts is Bella Bain. So the first strikeout for Feltner. Maybe that gets her rolling. Stokes is 0 for 1 today. She did walk in the fourth. Actually led off with the walk. She was forced out, but it was a big fourth inning for Eagle, where they played in three runs. Stewart's Creek has since gotten one back. It's 5-3 your score. Chopped foul down third baseline on the first pitch to Abby Stokes. Feltner checking her wristband and now toes the rubber. Nothing and won the count. Swung on, lined into left field. It's going to drop. Coming in is Stembridge and it's going to hold Stokes to a single. Her first hit of the afternoon. Walker is at second. And with one away, two are on. And Riley Warbritton, the batter. Warbritton is 0 for 1 today, but she did score a run. She was hit by a pitch. Walker was running for her and came across for run number three. Swinging strike to Warbritton. Presley Gardner on deck. Runners at first and second for Eagleble. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Swung on, lined down the third base side, but hooking foul. The dust from the baseball field is now setting yeah. in on the softball field here. I'm sure they're doing their infield work after their 12-0 win over Huntland. Nothing in two to Riley Warbritton. Pitch on the way. Upstairs, pops back this way, and John almost made a catch. I almost made hands. <laughs> E5, I don't know. At least I didn't duck. No, no, you made an offer at it. If you'd have had a glove, you'd have had that. If one. I had a glove, I'd have, yeah, whatever. <laughs> This is a comeback pitch. I didn't look scared, though, did I? Uh, no. Okay. That's, that was the important thing. Your eyes were like saucers, but other than that. <laughs> you couldn't see my eyes. <laughs> no, I was watching the ball. <laughs> One and two, I believe, is the count here. Change up. Going to be popped up. And right to the catcher, Kemp. Two away. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. So Did Chris, you see all the fans look at me, though? Gosh. You you really got the dead stare. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. See what Gardner can do with two outs. 
Beagleville is going to score here in the fifth. Piper Gardner is at second, or Walker is at second, running for Gardner. She was hit by a pitch. This one fouled back. Then a Bain strikeout and a Stokes single. Well, the bottom of the order's done pretty good tonight. They yeah. scored a couple of runs, had a hit in there, two hits. That's what you want. Addie Litton is on deck if Gardner can reach. And this changeup sails high for a ball. It's one ball, one strike. Gardner is singled and reached on a fielder's choice, wound up scoring in the fourth inning. Pitch misses. No, it's a strike called on the outer half. And it's one and two. Well, that hit right at the perfect place. This is a small table with lots of equipment on it. Oh, I was just, that was my goal, though, to protect, uh, the, protect the table. Foul down the third base. Now, if it line. was heading toward your head or something, I would have let it go. But I'm, I may have to go to the car. I may have a broken finger. I'm not sure. <laughs> Why, from bending over to pick it up off the ground? No, I had it in my hand. <laughs> Here's a 1-2, sails high. I really thought I had it. I really did. I mean, I was like, I was, but my neck doesn't bend back as far as it used to. And it went just a little further. <laughs> two balls, two strikes, and the pitch on the way. Chopped down the third base side. Sandifer up with it. The throw to first is in time. And the inning draws to a close on the ground out to third. Your inning recap, no runs for Eagleble. There was a hit in the inning. There was a hit batter, and they strand two. We move to the sixth with your score. Eagleble five, Stewart's Creek three. You're listening to State Farm Prep Softball. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, Vans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Vans will be there with trained technicians. Vans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Softball. We're back here at Eagle Bowl tonight with our coverage brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, Craig's Tax Service, and Dr. Automotive. It's Bella Richer to lead it off here for Stewart's Creek. We're in the top of the sixth. First pitch from Linton is upstairs. So it'll be the second baseman, Richer, followed by right fielder Lexi Pope and left fielder Jacqueline Stembridge for Stewart's Creek. This pitch high and inside. 
And Linton in the hole here, 2-0. and Checks her wristband, sets, and the pitch on the way. And with the fastball on the outer half for a strike called, uh, two and one. Baseball Thursday for you with uh, Blackman and Riverdale. Pitch, walk on, foul down the first base side. It's the first time this season we've had back-to-back softball broadcast. 60 degrees currently. Feels like 60, it says. Hmm. <laughs> You're a little chilly, aren't you? A little cold. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Set her up outside and a great pitch and a strikeout of Richer. And that is the ninth strikeout for Addie Linton tonight. Her trouble came in the fourth with back-to-back-to-back hits. Gave up two runs, also had a walk in that inning. She's only walked two batters tonight. It's been one hit batsman. Left-handed batter Pope pokes it down the third base side, but foul. Was all over that first pitch. Pope has struck out and walked. She's 0 for 1 today with a walk. The pitch bunted right back into Warbritton's glove. One ball, one strike. Well, I can tell you that I really can't see a thing with left-handed batters, and your problem, you couldn't see right-handed batters, and there are more righties than lefties. Strike called. Just got a piece of it. And it's one and two. Lexi Pope, the batter for the Red Hawks. Pitch in there for strike three called. Back-to-back strikeouts. That's ten on the night for Addie Linton. And Litton is looking for her second three-up, three-down inning. One more strikeout to get, or one more retirement to get. Stembridge the batter. This one gets by and hits the backstop. But apparently she offered at it as it went by. I think probably a... Just really a a swing to save herself, to be honest. It's a one-strike count to Stembridge, who's 0 for 2 with a couple of strikeouts today. Takes this pitch on the outer half and a good one. Boy, that one just broke off the right side of the plate way out there. Came across in blistering fashion. Two-strike count now to Stembridge. Tried to muscle this one at about the same spot, but it's a ball, one and two. Brooke Kemp would be next if Stembridge can reach. The pitch from Addie Linton on the way. Just an excuse me swing there as well and rolls into foul territory. But it's an out. I guess it was foul tipped at the uh, plate there. So three straight strikeouts 
Linton retires the side. No runs, no hits. No one left on. Let's move to the bottom of the sixth with Eagle leading Stewart's Creek 5-3 on State Farm Prep Sports. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. This is a paid legal ad. You've probably heard it a million times. If you're injured, call a lawyer. And you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost, how long it will take, or even if you have a case. At the Law Offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. In addition to Andy Womack, Jeannie Allman, Celeste Middleton, Bud Morris, Emerson Williams, and Dana Womack help to bring you State Farm Prep Sports. It's Brian and John here with you. Braves baseball on the way here as soon as we complete this one. We're in the bottom of the sixth with Eagle Bowl leading Stewart's Creek 5-3. to three. And it's the top of the order for Eagle Bowl due up here in the sixth. And he let the pitcher for Eagle Bowl stepping in, left-handed batter. She has walked twice and has doubled. She also scored a run in the fourth on a walk. Take this pitch outside. I believe it is a 1-0 count. Sure thought it was 2-0, but we'll see. Pitch to Addy on the way. Swung on, lined into right for a base hit. May stretch two out of it. It rolls all the way to the wall, and it's a stand-up double. That's been the hot spot tonight. You get it in that gap right there, and that, that's happened about three times. And Addie Lynn with a really good start here to the Eagle Sixth. She has had a really good day at the plate as well. Two for two with two walks. Two doubles and a run scored. And Emmeline Witt, who delivered a big two RBI double in the fourth, stands in here and takes this pitch high from Alyssa Feltner. First chance up again, Brian. What's that? It has, hasn't it? Witt's first time facing Feltner, who came in in the fifth to pitch for the Creek. Swinging strike. Even it up at one and one now. Seeing a lot more jackets and blankets and stuff now. With the wind picking up. This pitch fouled down the third base side. Late swing by Witt. 
try to protect the plate. I'm sure Eagleville would like to get another run at least in here. Five to three going into the last inning. You'd kind of like to get at least odd number lead here. Feltner's pitch is on the way now. Line foul down the third base side. And another one-two pitch to Emmeline Witt coming up. This could be a big inning. The top of the order has been really tough on Stewart's Creek today. Low for a ball. Linton with two hits. Emmeline Witt has a hit. Bain and Thompson, first four, have hits in the game off Stewart's Creek. 2-2, here it is. Line down the third base side, but just bounces foul. Well, that would have been trouble easily scoring Linton if that had stayed fair, but it did not. Wind blowing from right to left. That's kind of a an easterly wind. Northeasterly. <laughs> it's a northeaster. 2-2, line down the left field side, but foul. Boy, just a fraction of a second late on that one. It's making contact here against Alyssa Feltner. Feltner was originally going to start this game, and I think a late change. She wound up coming in in the fifth. Pitch upstairs for a ball, and it's a full count now. We've had a lot of those tonight. Oh, yeah. I mean, been long at bats. All right, here we go. The payoff pitch to Witt inside, and it's a ball. It's a walk. So a double and now a walk of Witt. That is the uh, first walk given up by Thunder. Brindley Bain, who has driven in two runs, has scored a run, and has doubled in this game. She is one for two with a walk. Also has a stolen base. She's been busy. Left-handed batter. Looks at a ball outside. A double, a walk, and there are two on and nobody out here in the Eagleville sixth. Pitch in there for a strike called. Sarah Thompson in the on-deck circle. One ball, one strike is your count to Brindley Bain. Pitch on the way. Low for a ball. Trying to keep it outside on her, pitching carefully to her. They're going to appeal down the third base side. and Said she did not go. Brooke Kemp actually asked the home plate umpire for the appeal. Two and one. Pitch from Feltner. Set screaming down the first base side. It's going to roll all the way up against the wall. And they're going to send Linton in, and they're also going to send Witt. And it is a stand-up triple 
And two more driven in by Brindley Bain. Boy, that was a clutch, clutch hit right there. You know, they pitched her outside and for three or four pitches in that sequence. Inside. She popped it right down the first baseline. That was beautifully done by Brindley Bain. And that that really, That's really helps. Blow, it? It really? Let's see, two, three, four runs driven in by Brindley Bain today. Sarah Thompson, your batter. She's also driven in a run. Back in the first, she takes a strike. They got two runs in the first three in the fourth, and now two here in the uh, sixth, and they're not done yet. Yeah, there's still nobody out. Here's the pitch from Feltner. This is outside. One ball, one strike to Sarah Thompson. Sarah is one for three today with a run driven in and a stolen base to go with that. Pitch, swinging, strike. Well, whatever the case, whether they score anymore or not, that really helps uh, Eddie Linton in the uh, seventh inning when they face Stewart's Creek here going to that final inning. Two runs are in, nobody out. Changeup sails high. Two balls, two strikes. 7-3, your new score, Eagle up. Runner at third in Bain who delivered that big triple. Just kept rolling. That's happened a bunch tonight, too. Here's a chopper picked up by the second baseman, Richer. Throw to first is in time, but it does get in Brindley Bain. Buddy, number three, Still haven't put that run on the board yet, though. But I know she came across. She did. So it's uh, two. Oh, it's fifteen to three now. They, they put eight on the board. <laughs> well, I guess that works too. Give Thompson that RBI too. I guess that was good for seven runs. <laughs> Here's the pitch. I guess Thompson will take it, won't she? Uh, I bet she would. She's got eight RBIs on that play. Piper Gardner, the batter. She's 0 for 2. She's also hit by a pitch. Wind it to left center, and it's going to fall for a base hit. And the hits just keep on a coming. Piper Gardner with her first hit of the game. Give her a single. And now, the first five batters all have hits. And the only one that, well, there are two that have it so far. And Bella Bain is one of those, and she is up. A little infield powwow in the pitcher circle for Stewart's Creek, and I think there may be a change. And that is the case. So they are going to go back to Mackenzie Watkins in the pitcher circle, and Coach Jennifer Fernandez is making 
the IDST's call to the bullpen. We'll step aside here while the warm-up tosses take place for Mackenzie Watkins as she re-enters the game. We'll be right back. Eagle now leading 8-3 over Stewart's Creek. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. Quick, convenient, efficient. Three words that we all hope to experience when we do business. Our goal at JHA Company is to bring just that to an industry that's traditionally dictated to the customer when it's time to do business. Whether you're purchasing class pictures in a yearbook, class jewelry, a letter jacket, school spirit wear, or senior graduation products, we strive to make the experience quick, convenient, and efficient. Find out more at jhacompany.com. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. Hi, I'm Rick Thornton, Senior Vice President and Commercial Banker at First National Bank of Middle Tennessee. If you have commercial and business financial needs, let me put my extensive experience to work for you and you'll see why First National Bank of Middle Tennessee is a place for hometown banking. We have branches at 1708 Gateway Boulevard and 3427 Memorial Boulevard and always online at fmbmt.com. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC, NMLS 401715. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Madison Davenport Bryan is in the ba- pinch hit here for Eagleville. Good catch there. So Davenport hitting, facing Watkins, who's back in the game here for Stewart's Creek. First pitch was a strike and so was that a swinging strike for Davenport. Eagle Bowl has struck for three runs here in the sixth inning to now lead 8-3. Stewart's Creek only one more shot at it but they've got to get out of the inning first. This pitch going to be fouled back and behind home plate down the first base side. Got Piper Gardner at first. Got her first hit of the game. Watkins toes the rubber and the pitch. Change up, swung on and missed. And Davenport will become, let's see. That would be the sixth strikeout Watkins. Since she, she had that would be correct. She was really only out for what one inning, one, one and a third. Pitch to Stokes is low for a ball. I think it's Stokes. Yes. Abby Stokes singled in the fifth. She is one for two with a walk today. One ball count and the pitch on the way. In for a strike called. Riley Warbritton would be next, but there are two away here in the Eagle sixth. Pitch from Watkins popped up back this way over our heads. Steps out, takes a few practice swings, does Stokes, and now back in to face Watkins with a 1-2 count. Pitches on the way, and it's low and inside for a ball. 2-2. Two balls, two strikes, two out, one on. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. 
Eagle up 8-3 in this one. Pitch inside for a ball, and the count goes full. We'll have a complete wrap-up here on our Prentice also Heating and Air postgame show. Coming up after the conclusion of this one. Pitch, low for a ball, and it is a two-out walk. Abby Stokes drawing her second walk of the game. That is the fifth walk for Watkins. Walks have been really a tough thing for the Yeah, that's six for the game for Stewart's Creek. And you had the uh, two-hit batsman in there. Five, six, seven walks and hit batters all together. And I think we've got pitch hitter here, too. I believe that's Adler Buchanan. I think I see a five. Pitch, it is. Swing and a miss. So Buchanan batting for Warbridden. Presley Gardner on deck, so at least I caught that one. Swinging strike, and in the hole here is Buchanan. Nothing in two. Watkins kicks and fires it in there. This is low and inside. These folks have toughed it out here tonight, though. We'll hand them that. One-two pitch. Swing and a miss. And the inning is over. Seven strikeouts for Watkins on the afternoon. But Eagleville did plate three runs on three hits. There were two walks in the inning. And there were two left stranded. We move to the top of the seventh. Last chance here for Stewart's Creek. And your new score, Eagle Bowl 8, Stewart's Creek 3 on State Farm Prep Sports. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice also Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsup.com. Pizza. You can now order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online at SirPizzaTN.com. We've made ordering online a breeze from SirPizzaTN.com. Tap on the location nearest you and begin your order for carryout or delivery. You can order the Royal Feast, create your own, spaghetti, calzones, everything right from our online portal at SirPizzaTN.com. SirPizza, you made me love pizza again. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you by JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, Little Caesars Pizza, along with Last Cass's Feed Supply, 
It's Brooke Kemp to lead it off here in the Stewart's Creek 7th, facing Addie Linton. First pitch in for a strike. This one sails upstairs. It's actually the third pitch there, so it's two and one to Kemp. And the pitch from Linton is going to be fouled back this way and out of play. Our next game, Thursday night, baseball over at Blackman. Blackman in Riverdale. Here on State Farm Prep Sports. Right now, Eagleville enjoying an 8-3 lead. This pitch high. And it's a full count. Linton looking into the home dugout, getting the pitch there. It's on the way, fastball. Just caught up with it, enough to foul it away, did Brooke Kemp. Kemp 0 for 2. Ground out to second and a pop-up to the pitcher in her two at-bats. It's Kemp in the top of the order for Stewart's Creek. Down by five runs. Stewart's Creek needs base runners. This one high, and it's a good start for Stewart's Creek here in the seventh with a leadoff walk. The third walk of the day for Addie Linton. Jaden Brawley. Here at the top of the order. 0 for 3. Coach Fernandez is going to have a runner here. Number 23 coming into the game. That is Addison Retzloff. R-E-T-Z-L-A-F-F. So Retzloff is running for Kemp. Now Brawley stands in, lays off the first pitch. Litton asks what was wrong with that, and the home plate umpire says just a bit high. It's 1-0. Pitch in for a strike, about the same spot, but must have been a little lower. One ball and one strike to Brawley. She's 0 for 3 today, her fourth at bat. Since this one fouled off the screen on the third base side. Wind blowing considerably more briskly out into left. One ball, two strikes. This one is a long fly ball and foul. Out of the field to play. With this wind, if you hit it anywhere close to that third baseline, it's going to go foul. So another 1-2 pitch to Brawley is on the way. From Addie Linton. Misses upstairs. Evens the count up at two apiece. Eagleville baseball a winner over Huntland tonight, 12-0 on the Jennings and Ears Funeral Home scoreboard. 
Pitch lined into left and went that way. It is going to bounce away from Della Bain and all the way up against the wall. And Coach Fernandez puts the stop sign on. However, I think Ratzliff misread that communication. She was waving her on in, but she stopped at third. And that's going to cost a run. But it's going to be a double for Brawley, and she's got her first hit of the game. Tania Thomas is 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. And she's the batter with an RBI opportunity, two on. Tried to bunt this one down the first base side, but it rolls foul. That was a really good piece of hitting by Brawley. Runners at second and third for Stewart's Creek. They trail by five runs. Pitch held up there. It's a strike called, much to the chagrin of the Stewart's Creek faithful here. So Thomas in the hole here, nothing and two. If you're Stewart's Creek, you want base runners. They've got a couple of ducks on the pond. Chopper to short. Throw to first is going to be in time, but a run does score. Ratzliff comes in. Smart move there by Bain. Don't worry about the run. Just get the out. So one out recorded. It's now eight to four. And your batter is Hannah McBean, who's been a tough out today. In fact, she's been on all three at-bats, a couple of singles. She also walked and scored two runs. Brawley did go to third. This pitch outside. And evens it up at one apiece. So Brawley at third. Now, if McMean can somehow get a run in here, things could get interesting. This pitch just misses on the inner half. There is an out. Which is what John was talking about. Smart play by Bain, not to do too much with it. She had some choices, go home, get the sure out at first. Boy, screaming foul down the first base side. Coach Bain barely flinched. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Linton looking into the dugout to get the sign. And the 2-2. Swung on. Stabbed by Gardner. The throw to first. Two away. Nice play. That was well hit. Went to her left a couple of steps and threw her out. That was a big out. Line out to third. Does get a run in, though, as Brawley comes in to make it 8-5. to five. But there are two outs. So Sandifer is the last hope for Stewart's Creek. Fouls this one back. Sandifer tripled her last time up and drove in a run. She is two for three with a single, 
and a triple. So he's drove in a run and has scored a run. This pitch outside, and it's one and one from Addie Linton to Samia Sandifer. If she can reach, Watkins would be next. She's the DP slash pitcher tonight. Yeah. Bain or Linton muscled this one up, and it is a strike called. She went around. Looked like that was right down the middle anyway. Surprised there, surprised there wasn't a called strike. One and two. Well, nothing surprises me, honestly. Here's the pitch from Linton. Chopper to second. Up with it, Stokes. The throw to first, and your ball game is over. Final score tonight, 8-5. to five. Give you your inning recap here. Stewart's Creek scores two runs in the seventh on just one hit. There was a walk, and there was one. Let's see. There was no one left stranded. All right. Again, your final, 8-3. to three. As um, it's not right, it was eight to five, wasn't it? Yes. Already, yeah, eight to five. As Stewart's Creek got a couple of runs in the seventh, and that is your ball game. Time to jump in to our Prentice Alsa Peating and Air post game show. Prentice Alsa Peating and Air is the place here in Rutherford County to service all major brands of HVAC systems. In most cases, they offer same-day service as well, so rely on the Ream Pro Professionals at Prentissalsa of Heating and Air to keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Don't forget, springtime, great time to get the tune-up because you know the summer is going to be brutal. 615-890-1311. Check them out online at Prentissalsa.com. Prentissalsa of Heating and Air on West College Street. Brian Barrett, John Dinkins here with you to wrap things up from Eagleville. Tonight, side of the uh, Eagleville Girls victory, 8-5 to five over Stewart's Creek. And our Dr. Automotive players of the game uh, tonight, John, for Stewart's Creek, you got uh, several choices. Uh, pretty good night for Hannah McMean and uh, Samia Sandifer uh, at the plate. You got any thoughts? Um, let's go with uh, Hannah McMean. Let's see. She had, uh, what, two hits? A walk. And a walk, scored two runs, and drove in one there in the seventh. So pretty good night for Hannah McMean. And really several to choose from here for Eagleville. They had bats going pretty good tonight as well. Uh, my, my choice is Brindley Bain. Uh, two, for th- uh, two for three. But had an RBI on the only time they got her out. She also had a walk. She had one, two, four RBIs tonight. Yep, yep. Scored two runs, so a great night for Brindley Bain in the three-hole for Eagleville tonight. Those are your Dr. Automotive players of the game. Dr. Automotive provides local car owners with excellent auto repair service with ASE certified mechanics and master mechanics. Brothers Danny and Randy Brewer and their staff at Dr. Automotive are fully equipped to serve your vehicle repair and maintenance needs. They're on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna and online at autorepairsmyrna.com. Craig's tax service keys to the game here tonight as well. And, John, Eagleville scored in the first, in the fourth, and in the sixth and had big innings when they did. But they had the 
they had to answer the call a couple of times tonight. Well, they did, and that sixth inning is what really won the game for them, or, or it would have been tied at five. And the big three runs there in the uh, sixth inning were great insurance for them, and they hang on to win it by a score of eight to five. It turns out they needed all of that yeah, insurance. Yeah, they sure did. did. So uh, that is a look at your Craig's Tax Service keys to the game. You know, I would say, you know, get help with your taxes for this year. But if you're calling a tax service at this point, since tax day's tomorrow, you I guess they'll have to be doing an extension for you. But tax laws can get confusing, so get help with your taxes. If you're starting on next year as well, well, go ahead and give uh, Craig's Tax Service a call. They specialize in personal and business tax preparation, financials, and bookkeeping services. Online at craigstaxservice.com, 890-2233. And a reminder, if you missed part of our game tonight, if you're a parent wanting to listen back, save the podcast, you can do that at wgnsports.com. Give it uh, about 30 minutes or so, and we'll have that podcast uploaded. And you can listen anywhere that you consume audio. And don't forget, you can consume your favorite pizza online now at sirpizzatn.com. Carry out or delivery there on East Main on South Church Street and on Memorial Boulevard. Time here in the post-game show to get your final game stats. They're from Fans Heating and Air. Also, winner's trophies and JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, and John's got the final totals. Hi, right, Brian. For Stewart's Creek tonight, uh, Jaden Brawley was one for three. Uh, Tanea Thomas, uh, 0 for 4, but she did get an RBI in the seventh. Uh, Hannah McMean was 2 for 4 with an RBI, scored a run. Samia Sandifer also had a good night, a single and a triple. She was 2 for 4 uh, with a run scored. And uh, Mackenzie Watson was 1 for 3 with uh, two RBIs in the game on that big hit in the fourth that she had. For Eagleville, Addie Linton with uh, a 2 for Two night, perfect. She also walked and she scored two runs. Uh, Witt was one for two with two runs and two RBIs. Brinley Bain, two for three, two runs with four RBIs. Uh, Sarah Thompson, one for four with an RBI. And looking on down, uh, Piper Gardner, one for three tonight. Uh, and uh, let's see, Abby Stokes had an RBI or a walk and she was one for two. Pitching wise for Stewart's Creek, Watkins. Four innings pitched, four and make that four and two thirds inning pitched. Five runs, five earned, five hits, uh, seven strikeouts, five walks, and hit a batter. Feltner was one and one third of an inning, three runs, three earned, uh, three hits, a strikeout, a walk, and a hit batter. For uh, Eagleville, Addie Linton went all the way, seven innings, five in, five runs, five uh, earned runs, six hits, eleven strikeouts, and she also walked three. In the in the ball game, final score: uh, Eagleville eight, Stewart's Creek five. It's been a pleasure out here at Eagleville tonight, and let's go home and get warm, Brian. Let's do it. Uh, we'll be back, of course, here on the radio for you on Thursday night with Blackman Riverdale baseball. So hope you'll join us then. We're going to get you out to San Diego now for some West Coast baseball as your Atlanta Braves take on San Diego. For John Dinkins and our producer Connor Hayes, I'm Brian Barrett. So long until the next time we meet at the game.